fine, we'll fight Just to get close to you Could we burn something today? And I'll run for miles Just to get a taste back guys still on relationship series it was a long one so i did have to break it into two so you don't get bored along the way but still let me know if this is something you want to listen to the remaining parts of the episode will begin in a bit relationship series is not just about lovers it's about relationship with parents your kids relationship with yourself any type of relationship friendships inclusive if you do want to be a guest on the show you want to share your opinions with us do let me know send a dm and what else i love you a whole lot so yes do not forget to like comment tell your friends tell your lovers tell your family tell your haters to listen to the podcast now listen prepare for that and be okay with getting help like is it normal to jump into another relationship like right after not like right after i say weeks after maybe a month mm-hmm. is, it, is it okay is it allowed <laughs> it's go it's gonna happen probably a lot more than any of us want to admit let's put it that way um, because you've probably been attracted. So if you're coming to the brink of wanting to break up with somebody, you probably have had some other attraction to somebody else along the way, whether it's a friend, um, you know, that you thought you would never be attracted to, or your brother or quote unquote, fake brother or sister that becomes like, oh, my potential. Um, and plus to just how you're feeling, you may be so hurt. Some people want to meet up or get together with somebody just to deal with that hurt and that pain. I wouldn't suggest that, but it's true. But it's going to happen for some, for others, it won't. And, but it's more common. It is very common for you to get with somebody real quick within a week, two, three, (laughs) four, four weeks. Um, The issue with women is that we get looked at in a really bad light, right? So It's like, oh, she's a, oh, okay, you, you, you're like that, huh? Or um, she's this, that, or the other. Men still don't have that label like that. So ladies, be careful, especially if you have built up a reputation where you're known to be someone who is respected. Um, you could easily lose that when you jump into another relationship right away. 
So just know that if you're already going into a relationship and let's say you broke up with somebody a week or two or three, four weeks before, you probably were attracted to somebody else or you probably were attracted to a different type and you realize that and that type comes along. So yes, it's going to happen. Be prepared and know when to say no to it and know when to say yes to it. Sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not. So yes, good question, because that's so common. Once again, you see that everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw I saw a post and it was, it said the first person to jump into another relationship was probably the one that was having an affair in the relationship. The first person to move on like instantly like that, while the one that stays, that still lingers, and that's, that's the faithful one, that was faithful, one was really in love, and I'm like, that is bullshit. I, it that is, is, that's yeah. just BS. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean faithful, right? Like, so I'm supposed to stay there and suffer, you know, <laughs> yeah. while you go out and find somebody else and be happy? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you mentioned uh the big brother or the big sister who an attraction comes in which basically i will just use the tag friends with benefits what is the downside to having mm -hmm. friends with benefits and what is the upside mm -hmm. um yeah yeah oh gosh friends with benefits um Downside. Downside is that you could be missing out on the person that's right in front of you that is not your friend with benefits, right? Somebody that's probably already in your life that you're not going to pay attention to because you're already involved. Technically, you're like involved with somebody else already, even though that's your friend. And I yeah. think that we mask it under the term, this is my friend, when really that's your lover, right? That's not just your friend. That is your straight up lover. You know that you're, you basically should be saying we're already together. Okay. Um, but we don't want to admit that. So we use the term friend so we can still date somebody else or we use the term friend because somebody in that, that relationship, friends with benefits, somebody is afraid of commitment. I'm going to say that up front. I think that when you're in a friends with benefits relationship, somebody in there does not want to commit. So, and yeah. you can test it like, you know, test it next time you're with whoever's in that relationship ask them why don't we just get together or why don't we just make this official see what happens <laughs> most likely they're going to be like um um no i i just love what we have we're such good friends no we're not we're sex part we're sex partners or we're we're lovers right that's what we are um here's the upside to it is that if you are not trying to date several people and you know your friends with benefits is not dating other people you're in a relationship that you don't want to call it that but um you're in a relationship that's exclusive just for you two so that would be the only upside i think there's more downsides to that than upsides and for the strong females out there those of us who are like no i got this i'm not affected this isn't this isn't gonna bother me you're going to have breakup syndrome too with your friends with benefits because let's just say that right person finally comes along and then they're no longer your friends with benefits right somebody's going to be hurting that you because you're developing feelings the more time you spend with somebody the closer you get closer you get the more feelings you get for each other whether it's a deep friendship or a deep love 
you're going to hurt. Somebody's still going to hurt. So be ready for that because friends with benefits will bring pain as well. So, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Someone is, one person is always going to have feelings and get hurt at the long run. So do it or don't do it. I really am right. not the best person. <laughs> be ready for what happens. <laughs> yes, yes. Be ready for what happens. Which brings me to say, final question, maybe love languages. This is, mm. it's, okay. For the past couple of weeks or months, I have been all up in the love languages. I believe different people have different love languages. You can mm-hmm. do the whole world for someone you think you are doing the whole world for this person, but that is not how a person translates or mm-hmm. describes love as. So the question is this, what is love language or what are love languages and is there a general love language where we all we can find that balance like okay this works for anybody regardless Mm -hmm. good there's actually a book called the five love languages there's a book about it where you can kind of discover what your love language is um but typically what they say is that your love language is usually what you try and do for others. So if you are always somebody who gives gifts, um, you probably you probably like that love language. Um, that's probably something you like. Or if you always want to spend time with somebody, you probably love quality time. So all the love languages are different, but you can also have more than one. So you could be someone who loves quality time and loves um, gifts as well. So be prepared that it changes. It can change too over time. Like your love language can totally change. But I love the fact that love languages are there and they're present and people are in tune with them because it can help your relationship as well and your friendships. So you can know what your best friends, like think about your friends when they just will straight up tell you, oh, I love it when I get gifts or I love it when somebody buys me this or when they take me here, I love it. I love to go eat. Um, that's a, that's a love, that's a sign that they're telling you kind of what they love, what one of their languages is. And so when you are in tune with their favorite food or their favorite restaurant, their favorite drink, I use food and drinks as an example, cause that's like part of our, you know, relationships period, but people will know that. And it's important to kind of know that because it also lets that person know, oh, they know me or they paid attention or they yeah. understand me or they just get me right. Like she or he gets me like they understand what I like or people that don't want time. You also have the difference between introvert and extrovert. People who are introverts, they need to be alone that, to recharge. People who are extroverts like myself, I got to talk to people. I got to be around people. I got to socialize to get my energy back. But you've got to respect that in your partner, in your friend, in your, in your lover, in your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, because they're different. So they're not always going to be the same. This is why arguments happen because you want them to be like you, even though you say you don't. And the reason you want them to be like you is because that's how you understand. That's how you communicate. That's how you love. And so because you don't know what their communication is, their love language is, you try to make them like you unintentionally. And a lot of times we will say, oh, you're trying to make me like you on purpose, but that's not true. I just don't know you very well. I don't know what you like. I don't know what you love. I don't know how you want to be loved. I don't know what you need. And if someone, your partner, 
um, doesn't tell you how they want to be loved or how they want to be treated, you play the guessing game and we all do it. And the guessing game is just horrible. It sets us up for all kinds of failure. So advice to that is people tell people what you want, tell them what you like. If you don't like this food, don't eat it. Don't go there, you know, but be, be upfront with people. Let people know what you like, what you love, what you don't like. And that helps out your relationship even more. So, yeah, but I love the love languages. Try and figure, it's fun to play the guessing game, but eventually you want to know, like, how do you like to be loved? And just ask that person. You know, a lot of times they can tell you. And if they don't tell you, that's okay. They may not want to tell you. (laughs) What of times when it's, these are things that are communicated. I tell you what I like. I tell you this is the way I want to be loved. This is the way I express them. And you do not listen. You do Mm -hmm. not do those things. Mm -hmm. Is it wrong for me to expect expect those things from you or my crazy <laughs> person to expect to expect you to do uh, what you told i don't yeah. know <laughs> that's so good it is that is so true so even though i just said tell people what you like and what you love mabel good point here's the thing is that just because you tell them doesn't mean that they grew up learning that. So if somebody grew up not being treated like that or not knowing how to give you what you've told them, like if you say, I love when you cook for me and they never cook, it's like, what? I told you what I like. Like you can't, why are we always eating out? I'm tired of eating out. I know you can cook. I love it when you cook for me, right? And they don't do it. A lot of times it's probably because they don't know how or they didn't do it. They've never done it before. So we can express our love language. We can express what we like, our likes and our dislikes. But you've got to understand that person needs time to grow into that. How much time are you willing to spend with them to wait for that? And what if they never, ever do what you love or what you like? How long will you stay with them? See, that's that that ugly side that kind of comes out because yes we can express it but if they don't try it they won't know and then it's okay to bring it up again it's okay to be like what about I really do love it when you cook I know it's been like 10 years but can you what do you think about cooking for me um again because I I really appreciate that you know sometimes you just got to bring it up again sometimes they really just don't know so you just got to bring it up but you got to be prepared to deal with it. So can you, can they learn it? What if they never learn it? What you like, even though you told them, what if they never do it? Okay. Even though you've expressed them what you want, you got to then ask yourself, do I want to stay with this person? Do I want to deal with this person in marriage? Do I want to stay married? You know, in marriage, you work it out a little bit more takes, you know, you're usually going to accept that and deal with it. Um, a lot more often than you would in a relationship because there's always an out when you're dating. There's always an exit sign when you're just committed or even when you're living together, you know, there's always a door you can go through. Typically with marriage, you don't want to get married and have an out, right? You don't want to have an exit sign. So the question you got to ask yourself about that is, can I deal with it? Can I put up with it? Can I deal with the fact that he's never going to cook for me or she's never going to cook for me, right? Um, or they, they'll never do, my partner will never do what I'm asking them to do. So that really comes down to a you question and um, express all you can, everybody get it all out there on the table. Let 
people know what you like and you don't like, but be ready to accept that of that person. If you really love them, if that's a person, you know that that's your one and they're never going to cook for you. As an example for everybody listening, um, can you still deal with it? So good. That's a good question. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Your last statement just made me think of something. You said accept people. And this brings me to, you know, they say your partner, yes. Do not try to change your partner. Love and accept them <laughs> the way they are. And I find that very difficult. Because yeah. it's... it's love yes i love you and i accept you but still there are just some things some teensy bitty things that i just you know maybe we should just we could tweak it a little i'm not trying to change you but i would love if you change for me you know yeah. and just, <laughs> uh, oh my god yeah so there are so many do's and don'ts i think for the love language i think there is mm -hmm. there is a general when i say relationship rule or mm -hmm. relationship um there's a general love language you know what works for women women like to be pampered they like to be appreciated like to be flaunted they want the whole world to know that yes they are there i think 98 percent of women would agree on that for mm -hmm. men they want to be respected they want to know they're your heroes they want to be the provider they want to be worshipped that is it's general so we start going into the the cooking or the gifts so i think it all it all has to do with efforts even if you can't you know in your heart of hearts you would never cook you just it's not part of you it's not in your dna but i think it's the effort to actually make an attempt even if you're going to screw it up but the fact that you made an attempt could go a long way and like okay yes i respect this and i see this and i will try and make this work so yes i'm like okay yeah he's not he's not i won't say he's not dumb yes he sees <laughs> he understands and yes he's making an effort to express the way i love it he's making an effort to love mm. me the way i want to be loved but when there is nothing there is i keep saying it again and again and again and again and it's just like i'm talking to a brick wall there mm -hmm. It sets the question in my head. Do you respect me? Do you love me? Mm. Is there somebody else? That's the thing. Is when when we don't do these things, that's when those questions start mm -hmm. to there's is this, is that, is this, what if, what if? So I think if we just if we can make efforts, just try, just mm -hmm. try, the world will be a better place. Just saying. <laughs> just just, just saying. <laughs> That's a good point. It's such a great point because one for everybody listening, um, once somebody tells you what they like, what they don't like, how they like to be loved, that's a that's those are like those are gems. Like you got to really understand that not everybody's going to tell you anything, yeah. and and it eliminates that whole long time playing that guessing game relationship where you almost feel like you're acting like a child type thing. Uh -huh. When somebody tells you this. Take it and be like, oh, okay, I've got to do something about it. 
So when you get that information from your partner, you really got a plan to do something about it. Try, I agree. You should at least make the effort. If they like to go on walks, you know, in the park, or if they like to watch movies, or if they like to do whatever, try, just try to do something that they like. Cause even though you may not have grown up learning it or doing it, you might love it and you can attempt it. So I agree, you have to try, <clears throat> you have to make the attempt to, to, to be that person for that person if you really want to be with them. Otherwise then you're asking yourself again, maybe I don't even wanna be with them or maybe this is not the person for me. And you get tired of it. And then for those of us who are waiting, for you to do what we've asked you to do or what we've told you that we like and it never happens, we're over here like, um, I might need to get out of this, right? So just know for everybody listening, if you're not doing anything to accommodate your friend, your, your partner, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend or girlfriend, they may be looking at the exit side. <laughs> so there be, was someone be ready. Somebody, somebody's going to do it. Someone's going to make the effort. And if you won't, trust me, someone doesn't want to be in that forever. All right. They'll only remember we have limits. Everybody has limits. We got timelines and um, know them. So that's the advice to people. Once you get that, once you know, especially when women are telling you what we like, when men complain, like, I don't know what she wants. And she told you, don't complain. Okay. Just don't complain. <laughs> For the women, women always find a way to tell you. They always find a way. Always. So words or action, okay. she did tell you. Were you listening? That's right. Were you, you just listening? Do it. That's right. <laughs> For the men who oh. are finally telling the women what they like and what they don't like, ladies, pay attention to that. They're probably yes. telling you that they just want this type of thing to happen they probably are finally expressing it. men are not going to express as easily as women usually typically but today's man is different like our men today are different you got men are comfortable wearing makeup men are more emotional they're more in tune with their emotions today right um our partners are different you you have fluidity in our, our identities today right so you may have someone who is very emotional and someone who's not so and that could be whether it's a, a male, female, or non-identifying gender, right? So understand that, that you're, it's, it's a, you don't want to play the guessing game forever. It's fun in the beginning, but you need to finally settle. <laughs> like you got to finally make a decision. Do I want to stay single, loving it? Do I want to get married, love that too? Do I want to just have the friends with benefits? Like you got to choose, you got to make choices and know that we have the choice. Like you can choose to stay in it and you can choose to leave it. Yeah, very true. And I think for every for every relationship, whatever friends, sexual, intimate, yes, it is important. You have to be able to express yourself with your significant other or your friend. If I don't think there is there is a meaningful relationship when you can't express yourself. You have to, because mm. I find situations where you can't talk to your partner or you can't talk to your friend and you end up talking to somebody else. Why am I with you if I can't express myself around you or I can't tell you stuff? It's if there is a problem, if you can't express yourself, especially when you're in a relationship, you cannot express yourself with 
the person you're with, either you're scared, you're shy, or the person doesn't make you comfortable enough for you to be yourself around that person. There's a problem. You have to think about if it's something you can continue doing, you are okay with. That's when people say, uh, this person was pretending the whole time. Uh, I didn't know this side of her. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be able to express <clears throat> yourself when you are in a relationship. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. So for those of us, I'm not part of you, but for those of us that are not in relationships, for those of us that has been single for a very, very, very long time, and we want to get back into the game, but it is so difficult. We keep getting rejection letters over and over again what do we do is the problem with us or with them the problem can never be with us so it's probably them but <laughs> still but still what can we do to change to get back into the game yes um good that's great especially for people who are like i haven't dated in a while or i haven't been socializing for a while um like i said earlier know what you like what you don't like be in tune with yourself first like before you even get ready you got to get ready, right? So you've got to get yourself ready. Know where do you want to go? What kinds of things do you want to do? Get yourself back in shape for some people. Um, Start to build your confidence up because man, dating can be like detrimental to your, to your mental health, right? You, like you said, rejection can be very depressing. And so you've got to start preparing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually for a lot of people, right? And then when you want to start getting back into this, also to start looking at what's where they're happening, like where is it, where are the best places to go or online? Do you use dating apps? Check them all out. Don't just jump into something um, before you do that. There's a lot of dating apps out there. Some of them just are better than others and some aren't. There are a lot of ways to date that that you can go about it. And where do you hang out? You know, where do people hang out? Where are the best places to go? Um, to really get back into that scene. So I would say, get yourself prepared, get your own self, focus on you before you go out to do anything and be ready for, start to write down your own list of what you expect of yourself, like I said earlier, and then stand by your own standards. So start to build yourself up, especially when you've been out of it for a while. Our confidence level goes down really low. Our self-esteem just starts to drop. And you want to start building that back up. Um, I'm not saying you have to be strong all the time and always be courageous, but you just got to understand that, especially as you change. Sorry, like, let's say you haven't been dating for a while. I can't hear you anymore. Uh-oh. Let's see. Hang on. Can you hear me now? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So um, I don't know where I left off. I I think I was just saying one know what you like and what you don't like and get yourself ready and realize that the dating scene has changed, especially if you've, if you haven't been dating in a while. So everything's yeah. changed. Find out from your friends. If you have a group of friends, what they're doing, you know, um, and talk to their boyfriends, you know, see where they started. It's okay to ask your, all of your friends what they're doing to see what's happening. So be prepared for checking things out before you just jump into anything is what I'll say, but get yourself ready. Focus on you. Like get yourself to a place to where before you leave the house, you're like, yeah, I feel good. Like I look good. I feel good. I'm confident. I can walk out of this door 
care of mm -hmm. myself with with that you know chin up mentality right that you are doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very important so we are going to end with this last question when do you know i was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday and he made an amazing statement and i was like how do you know you are ready for this he said he was going to get married this year or next year and i'm like okay right. like, how how do you know you are ready so are there signs that you know you're like when you see the signs you know yes i am ready to step out of the dating game and advance into marriage how do you know you mm. are ready for the long thing yes <laughs> um i think that you'll know when you're ready for that if you are at a place in your relationship where both of you have actually talked about that does that make sense so uh, you know it's not that whole like beautiful romantic proposal mentality you want to have conversations not necessarily about marriage but you've had all those conversations throughout this relationship you've talked about what do they what does my partner think about kids what does my partner think about waking up to the same person every day right those kind of conversations that you had when they were just your friend that you could easily talk about like when you've had those conversations already you should then know then when you look at that person you'll know when you're ready for marriage when you look at that person you think i can totally be myself they like me any way i am they see me at my worst without my makeup they've seen me when my hair has not been good and they've seen me when I wake up and roll out of bed, don't want to do anything, or they've seen me at my best where I am like boss woman up, you know, and they can accept me like that or all that. When you know that you can be exactly who you are with that person, I think that then you'll know you're ready for more. Like you can spend the rest of your life, start picturing, you guys start saying, can I look at this person every day for the rest of my life? Okay. And let me put a quote, rest of your life all right <laughs> where you can do that you'll know like when you know you can do that with a smile when you can have that question no smile you're probably good you're probably ready you know you're probably ready for that the proposal now that's a whole different thing you know who's going to propose <laughs> how it's going to happen but yeah that's probably the best way i could say it ask yourself that and if you know you can say yes to that person forever and you would die for that person that you could literally when they say tell death do you part that that's exactly how you feel that's exactly what you think and that's exactly how you act you're probably ready <laughs> listening to relationships and love talks is hitting me all in a... it's fine it's fine we will meet our our mr right someday hopefully that's right yes. that's right you will <laughs> okay so this this brings me to the end of this episode but when you were answering the marriage question it a thought popped up in my head and it's this if in the dating phase you talk mm -hmm. to your partner about the whole marriage thing say you're prepping mm -hmm. for two years three years and your partner gives the not interested vibe or doesn't want to talk about it. Just the, 
what does that read? What message is that sending? Is that a good thing? Or maybe you as a lady or guy, you're just overthinking it. I mean, it's two, three years away. Why are we talking about it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question. Um, you probably need to ask the next question, which is, do you think, whoever your partner is, do you think that we will ever get married? So in other words, you're going to have to be real blunt for those who are not used to it and don't like to be upfront or real bold. You're going to have to be bold with it because if you're getting that kind of runaround mentality, it's time to ask that very specific question. Will we ever get married? And then if they, whether, if they say yes, great. You could probably be like, I can hang on a little longer. If they say no, that's not what I ever want. Then you then have to say, hmm, do I even want to stay with you? Right. Mm. But don't, don't keep beating. Don't just, don't keep having that feeling in that conversation. Like I could wait another year or I mean, two or three years is a long time to be with someone and not know if you're going to have a future. Right. You got to think like that, that could be a waste of your time. It could be valuable time. So you're going to have to ask if you're someone who's seeking marriage and you know, you're ready for that. And you have not, your partner has not said anything to you about it or every time you bring it up, they don't want to talk about it or they change the subject, then you're going to have to really get bold and say, listen, I really want to know, will we ever get married? Do you see us ever getting married or not? That, that will help you out and it'll help them out. It'll help them because then they can finally be honest and not have to ignore the marriage conversation. And it'll help you because then you can finally be honest with yourself and realize I might need to move on or I got to realize I want this person with or without marriage. Awesome. <laughs> and that is a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, this was amazing. I am fulfilled. And this is just the beginning of the relationship series. And this relationship series, we're not just going to talk about lovers or friends. I think there is an episode on abusive spouses abusive parents mm. i am still trying to get people to talk about those things your relationship with your friends your families your childhood stuff like that so we can learn and we can grow and be better humans in the world that is the that is the essence of all this talk so we can learn together and be better humans that is the aim that is point that is the essence of all this it's not just entertaining you just so you know Q mm. thank you so very much it was thank you. a pleasure this was amazing thank you so very much thank you appreciate it have a good day <laughs> you too bye bye guys yes so 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 I hope you did like this episode i am going to share it into two because it is a very very long one so probably drop 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 but i hope you learned something if you have any questions please let me know you can always send a message tell me what you think yes tell me what you think i'm open to hear your ideas what you want to listen to what you would love me to talk about follow me on facebook instagram and yeah that's basically it and you can talk to me anytime any day just drop a message and i will respond asap on that note 
it was a pleasure talking to you. It was amazing talking to you. I hope you have a lovely day. Stay safe, guys. I love you.